You've been around for such a long time now Oh, maybe I could leave you, but I don't know how And why should I be lonely every night When I could be with you? Oh, yes, you make it right And I don't listen to the guys who say That you're bad for me And I should turn you away Cause they don't know about us never heard of love I get a feeling when I look at you wherever you go now I'm gonna be there too they say we're crazy but I just don't care and if they keep on talking still they get nowhere so I don't mind if they don't understand when I look at you and you hold my hand Cause they don't know about us And they've never heard of love Why should it matter to us If they don't approve We should just take our chances While we've got nothing to lose Now I found good love and gonna make it last I tell the others don't bother me Cause when they look at you they don't see what I see No I don't listen to their wasted lines Got my eyes wide open and I see the signs Cause they don't know about us And they've never heard of love Listen to the wasted lines Got my eyes wide open And I see the signs Cause they don't know about us And they've never heard of From wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Poor, Sheila, DA Williams, and Orson Wells, and featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Well, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm Hot Toddy, and uh, we're back after a nice couple of weeks off. And uh, and I just want to start off this episode by congratulating my father. After 30 years of service to the Tennessee Highway Patrol, the state police here in Tennessee, my dad is retiring. It's absolutely fantastic. He was, he's been a sergeant for the last uh, seven or eight years now. Uh, before that, he was a senior trooper, accident reconstructionist. He's, he's done everything under the sun. It's 30 years of amazing service to them and I just want to congratulate him on his retirement he's moving on to a new job now it's, it's a bit of a smaller job, it's still very important but it won't take up as much of his time and he's going to get to be home more and so that, that that's that's really great news and uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be anywhere without him and my mom and they've done so much for me over, my, over the last 28 years for me and I love them to death and they are the best and I wish my dad the best and I hope he's really looking forward to this new chapter in his life we're really excited for him. Congratulations! And uh, I'll tell you, things—it uh, it always happens. Just in this little in this little block that we have off, things just keep getting chaotic in Washington. Oh. Things just keep falling apart. The the hilarious press conference that uh, Trump had a few weeks ago uh, was just well, it was just that it was hilarious and but also very sad uh, to see uh, the president of the United States acting like that. And then of course his uh, essentially you know, look at me, dirty knees, whatever that is, uh, little thing he had his address to Congress a couple of nights ago. Oh, just it's. Uh, it's bizarre, and of course he's not going to be at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, and uh, well, I won't, I won't get into the, too much of that right now. We'll talk more about that uh, later in the show, but uh, 
But yeah, uh, this just it's just a cavalcade of just ridiculousness, but you know, what are you going to do? It, it is it is what it is and he is what it is and uh but yeah, that 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 that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm just feeling kind of ugh about the whole thing. And so I'm trying to kind of just stay away from politics as much as I can for for the time being. I mean, it's obviously impossible to do in this day and age, especially right now. Uh, with all that's going on with with him and, and his people, but uh, I just I try to tune it out just a little bit, maybe go into it every once in a while to keep you know to keep ca- caught up and everything with what's going on, and then just kind of turn it back off because there's only so much of that I can take, and I'm sure I'm not alone in that. Uh, but anyway, that's what's going on in Washington. Hey, how about in L.A.? Uh, I watched the Oscars. I, I usually live tweet the Oscars, uh, but I didn't do it this year. I just I really had no desire to do it. And it's not that because I didn't like the Oscars or who was in it. I just I don't know. I just find I just I have not live tweeted in a long time and I just really had no desire to do it this year. But I watched every moment of it and I had to tweet at the end of the show. I didn't do live tweeting, but I did at the very end because holy balls, uh, (laughs) what a flub that was. Um, The whole best picture fiasco. If you don't know what I'm talking about, of course, uh, Warren Beatty and and Faye Dunaway uh, came out to uh, to present the best picture award at the end of the night. Uh, he was given the duplicate because they have two. They have two uh, sets of every envelope uh, in the, throughout the show. They have two. They have uh, they have the original and they have a copy. And poor Warren Beatty was given the copy of the Best Actress Award, uh, which of course ended up going to Emma Stone for La La Land. But he got that, and he tried so desperately to to make it apparent that when he opened up the envelope he had the wrong envelope but he, he just kind of had to go along with it and announced that La La Land was one best picture of course they did not it was actually Moonlight so Moonlight came in and La La Land had to get off the stage it was a big fiasco but uh, luckily uh, the right awards went to the right people and frankly I think Moonlight definitely uh, deserved best picture so congrats to them but uh, wow they broke the internet just like that and uh but man, what a flub! How do you make a mistake like that? I I can't even imagine what what that must have felt like, what that must have been like. I can't. I don't know. I don't know. But I it just makes me glad that I, I do a little podcast and that I don't. I'm not in charge of uh, a history and life changing awards uh, that is seen all across the world. So it makes me feel better about that. But that being said, though. It's never a bad thing to go out and try new things. You know what I'm talking about? It's always very smart to go out and try new things, and that is what this week's episode is about. Today, March 2nd, the day that this episode is being posted on on the Hot Toddy Mix Club page and on iTunes and everywhere, uh, on this very day, March 2nd, there is a holiday that's celebrated called Old Stuff Day. Now, when I first saw this, I thought, oh, well, we could we could base an entire episode around this. We could do like a best of, like play some of our best clips of the season thus far and, you know, sprinkle some new stuff in there. I think that'd be great. And so that was that was the plan for this week's episode. Then I went in and investigated what Old Stuff Day was really about. And as it turns out, it means throw out all that old stuff, put it away for one day and try something new today. Shit. So <laughs> it had to be a brand new episode after all, which I'm not bummed about, but I just wasn't prepared for because I prepared myself for something else. Uh, but anyway, so this week's episode is about Old Stuff Day, which means putting away what you normally do, putting away the, the normal routine and do something new. So that's what this episode is about. It is me going out and trying new things, doing new things on the podcast you've never heard before, you've never heard me do before, and some of it's going to blow you away. You're going to be really excited about this, and including the grand finale, the final segment of the Old Stuff Day segments. Uh, it's gonna blow, You're going to be very surprised about what I'm going to do, and it's going to just it's going to knock your socks off, and uh, you'll, you can take that literally as you'll find out towards the end. But anyway, so yeah, we've got a lot coming up with that. We're going to be trying new things, some new and fun, exciting things uh, that we've never done on the podcast before. So be sure and and, and listen to that because you'll enjoy that. We'll also be talking about a crazy woman who got drunk, crashed her car, and swore she was dead, even though she was telling cops that she was dead. And we'll talk more about that. And a guy in Knox, a guy from Knoxville was in Jacksonville and made national news. But it was not good news. And you'll find out what that's about as well. And of course, we have a brand new Ollie Report. What would the Smoking Hot Toddcast be without that? So that's coming up and tons more on this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. DJ Poor Smoking Hot Toddcast promo. Take one. All right, Poor, just say uh, this is DJ Poor and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> All right. Say it like you would say. Don't say it some way cool like, dude, you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. <laughs> Hmm, that's not...
quite the way I said it. All right, poor. Just say you're listening to the third home of Hot Toddy, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. I'm here. Oh, for the love of God. Will you say it now? Bing or... bong. Damn it. The Smoking Hot Guy Poopy. I quit. What do you say we get this show on the road? Of course, this week's episode, as I said earlier, is about the holiday that's celebrated today, Old Stuff Day, which is a celebration of out with the old, in with the new. You know, stop what you're doing, at least for this one day. Stop your regular routine and go out and do something new. And we have some segments here of me doing just that. And I thought I'd kick off with this. There is a project that I've wanted to do. Uh, for the last few years, really. And, you know, it's kind of artsy-fartsy, and I'm not really a, much of an artsy-fartsy person, if you know me, but it, it's something that I always wanted to t- just give it a shot, you know, just just try it. And I wanted to really do a pod, maybe not an entire podcast, but at least a segment of me just out and about, just doing my everyday thing, you know, just, just kind of, well, not, maybe not even everyday thing, just like in, in one place and just catching the moment. You know what I mean? Just just, just catching whatever is happening in that moment. And I call it the ambient sound project. And it's just, it, it, I would take my phone, I would I would hit the record button, and I would just let the, let the world come to it. And you hear it as it hits. So I decided to do that the other day. I went out to one of my favorite restaurants, and I took my phone out, hit the record button, and I just let it roll and let it listen to whatever happened. And, well, this is what happened. All right. All right. Let's just sit down here and see what they got. All right. What do I want to eat? Cheese? No, no. Cheese makes me gassy. Poop everywhere. Uh, Oh, hey, look, they got one of those. Man, I do not have one single pubic hair on my crotch. I do have beautiful wavy hair, though, now. Look at the buns on that guy! Can I take your order? Well, sure. Um, first of all, hi. Uh, my, my name's Hot Toddy. Uh, what's your name? Um, Wanda? Well, hello, Wanda. It's nice to meet you. Are you going to order anything? Yeah, yeah. Um, hi, Wanda. Moron. It's $35.95 without tip. Oh. Oh, um. I'm not quite sure if I have enough to cover that. Um. Oh, hey, what's that over there? Oh, shit! You son of a. You're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! A Florida woman by the name of Cheryl Ann Morris was driving drunk the other night and crashed her black Dodge Intrepid into a ditch. And when police arrived, she told them, and I quote, I'm dead. Well, even though that was a great case she made for herself, the police were not fooled. She was arrested and is currently in jail and being held on a $15,100 bond. But look, she didn't fool me for a second. Dead people usually say, I am no longer living. It's a big difference. Yeah, we're on our way to an emergency right now. Uh, we just got reports that a woman crashed her car into a ditch and could be badly injured. That's right. So we're fleeing to the scene now to make sure she's okay. Looks like that's her right there. All right, come on. Let's go. I'm right behind you. Ma'am? Ma'am? Can you hear us? Oh, my gosh. There she is. Is she all right? I don't know. Ma'am? Ma'am, are you okay? Nope. I did. I'm sorry. Dead. 
Dead. Dead. Uh, ma'am, I don't think you're hurt. Do you mind setting up for us? No, sorry. Can't move. I'm broken. Broken. Dead. Book. Ma'am, would you please set up? You're, you're just fine. Would you please just set up here and talk to us? No, dead. That's a broken. Book. That's broken. Dead. Uh, no, ma'am, you're not dead. I am dead. I see dead. The dead people don't talk. No, I'm I'm dead. Right, right here, dead. Have you ever seen the movie The Dead Talk Back? Uh, yeah. See, I'm the dead talking, so they're dead. Uh, ma'am, that was just a movie. You're not dead. You're perfectly fine. Well, she's not perfectly fine. She is dead-ass drunk. Now, ma'am, please sit up here. Hey, hey, dead. Ma'am, we're gonna have to put you under arrest. You can't arrest the dead. Dead. Super dead. Dead, 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 dead. Riddle me this. Okay. Dead. Uh, should have seen that one coming. Yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dead. All right, ma'am, get up. You're going to jail. Okay, Dunker. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. Hot toddy. You're tuned into the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Okay, so this is Hot Toddy, and I'm here with Miss Pingrino. Say hi, Miss Pingrino. Hi, Miss Pangrino. That's weirdo. Anyway, uh, so that last sketch you just heard, of course, is the the lady who was so drunk she got in a car accident and thought she was dead. Kept telling everybody she was dead, but obviously, she, she's not dead if she's able to talk. And uh, it's a very funny story, very sad story too, really, if you think about it. But it, the sketch was very funny, and I hope you enjoyed. But now we're going to go behind the scenes. Uh, you're going to hear everything piece by piece, step by step, of how we make this particular sketch. And so uh, you're going to hear uh, Miss Pingrino record her part, and then after that, once once they get here, they're late. We're, we get Ollie and Da. You'll hear them do uh, their part. So uh, just hang tight, and we'll, we'll get ready. Okay, are you ready, Miss Pingrino, to do your part of this sketch? Yes. No. Maybe. Okay. Are you Are you stoned? No sleep. Okay. Alright, well, here we go. Okay, let's go. Okay. Now just simply say, nope, I'm dead. Nope, I did. I said, nope, dead, dead. Nope, dead, dead, dead. I said, no, sorry, I can't move, I'm broken. No, sorry, can't move, I'm broken. Say, broken, I just dead, broken. Broken, dead, broke. Say it like you usually say, say I'm not dead. dead. No, dead. I'm broken. Book. Just broken? As broken. Dead. Are you, are you, no, you're, you're not dead. I am dead. I see dead. The, the dead people don't talk. No, I'm I'm dead. Right right here, dead. So, have you ever seen the movie The Dead Talk Back? Have you ever seen the movie The Dead Talk Back? No, see, I'm the dead and I'm talking, so they're... See, I'm the dead, talking, so they're dead. Hey, hey, dead. <laughs> I'll say, uh, you, you can't arrest the dead. You can't arrest the dead. Dead. Super dead. Dead, 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 dead. Riddle me this. Dead. dead. Knock, knock. Who's there? Dead. I say, okay, Donka. Okay, Donka. And there you go. There's Miss Pingrino's part for this sketch. All right, now now let's, uh, I think they just got here. Let's go see what Ollie and, and DA are up to, and we'll get their part. All right, let's just go up here and, uh, oh, oh, they must be in the uh, the green room here. Um, um. Hey, guys? Guys, are you ready? We we need your part for the uh for the drunk driver sketch. Guys? Oh my god. <coughs> god lord. What's going on in here? <coughs> I can't breathe. Oh my god, there's so much pot in the air. What What are you all doing? Isn't it obvious, Hot Toddy? We're flying on a beautiful magic carpet of rainbows, baby. Oh, yeah. My god, you guys are high as kites. Look, would you knock it off? We need your part for the drunk driver sketch. The drunk driver sketch. You know, Miss Pingrino plays the woman that says she's dead in the car when she's not really dead. Oh, right, right. Look, you need, you 
know, Hatani, you, you need to just relax. You, you work too much and you're too stressed out. Here, just a little bit will get you by. Look, I, I'm not... No, not... Would you stop? Look, we got the microphone going. Uh, people are listening. This is a behind-the-scenes thing. A what? For fuck's... A behind-the-scenes thing. You remember this episode is about, you know, Old Stuff Day, where we try new things? Well, I'm giving our listeners a behind-the-scenes look at the making of one of our sketches, and you're not really putting off a, a good example here for everybody. I think I'm putting off the best example, Hot Toddy. Everybody is working too hard. Mr. Wells and I are sitting here enjoying ourselves. We're not high-strung at all. We feel good. Ain't that right, Mr. Wells? Mrs. Pell's fish sticks. Oh, damn. I could go for some of those right now. Shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, look. <coughs> Look, we, we, you gotta, you gotta stop doing this. First of all, okay, you, this is not your personal drug spot, okay. And second of all, we got a job to do. If you just wouldn't mind putting down the pot for just a second, and let's go do this, okay? And and wait a minute, where's DA? Uh, he's in the next room. For God's sakes. DA, hey, are are you in there? Are you ready? We we need your part for the for the drunk driver sketch. I'm, I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah let's do this. Uh, everybody ready? How about you? Everybody ready? Everybody ready to go? Everybody ready to go? How about you, Ollie? You ready to go? Let's do this. <sighs> you ready to go? How about you, Mr. Wells? You, Mr. you ready, Mr. Wells? Uh, he's not in the sketch. Whatever. He can just sit there and enjoy. He can sit there and enjoy. Watch and have fun. Are you ready? Ready? Let's do this. Let's go do this sketch. Let's do it. 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 Okay. Okay. God, calm down. What's that all over your nose? You know what? Don't answer. I don't want to know. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You want to know. It's going to make you feel a lot better. It's going to put you back in the mood. You're going to get you going. Let's go. Let's get going. Come on. Let's do this. Let's do this thing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Ollie, are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah, man. I'm ready. Let's go do this. Let's go. 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 That man is the wind beneath my wings, Hot Toddy. I love him. That's it. This show's canceled. Oh, what luck. There's a French fry stuck in my beard. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. All right, I thought we'd take a break from just a second from the old stuff day stuff to talk about this because this really bothered me. This news came out last week and I, it, it shocked me, but at the same time, it didn't shock me because, I mean, look who we're dealing with. It's the news of President Trump not attending the White House Correspondents' Dinner. I just, this is so bizarre. This is getting. It, well, it's beyond out of hand, but I mean, it's getting even further down the line of out of hand. Is it out of feet now? I, I mean, it's, it's it's ridiculous because I mean, every president in in history who where in the history of the White House Correspondents' Dinner has been there except for one. And that was 36 years ago. That was Ronald Reagan. And what was his excuse? Well, it was a pretty lame excuse, really. It was. Uh, he just got shot, and he was trying to recover from that. Whatever, right? Uh, but no, yeah, he was... The, I'm joking, of course. But no, he was the last one to not attend because he was in pain. He had been shot by a madman. Well, Trump is a madman. So maybe, okay, maybe it all makes sense. Maybe it all comes around. So the, I guess the madman doesn't attend either. But yeah, I mean, no, the, the, Reagan had a real excuse. And he was at all the other White House Correspondents' Dinners. He was at every single one of them except for that very first one because, well, he was recovering. Trump is not recovering from anything except maybe butthurt. I mean, that's it. And everybody, the reason why, the biggest, the biggest reason why uh, the people give why he's not attending is just simply because the media is mean. They're mean people. They're mean to him. They say mean things to him and about him. So you're the president of the United States. You are in the high. You are in the highest office in the land. If you don't expect people to be a little harsh towards you, then this 
then you really did not think this through. You really did not pay any attention. But I mean, it's just bizarre, you know. And and I'm I'm really pissed because I actually I have I'm not a journalist, but I, I do work in the media. I work in radio and stuff. But I do have a journalism degree. So you're really it really is an insult when you say that journalists and the media are the enemy of the people. Now, I don't care if you just have your favorites that you want to declare as that, and, you know, some are and some aren't. When you say that, you say it about all of us, and it's it's really evil to say that. It's pure evil. And, I mean, again, I mean, we've all been saying it, and a lot of people, and I even think sometimes it gets overkill, but I'll say it again, too. That's the beginnings of a dictatorship. When you silence the media and convince your followers to also silence the media, don't pay attention to the media, then there, that's that's a big problem. That's where problems ensue, and and the, him not attending the White House correspondence dinner is the perfect example of that. You know, and, and the, his his people make excuses for him. Well, this is this is a no, no nonsense president. You know, he's he's working on this and that and the other thing. He doesn't have time to do silly things like the White House correspondence. Look, stop making excuses. Okay, he doesn't want to come because he he's he can dish it, but he can't take it. The man is so thin-skinned, I can see his bones. Okay, I mean that—that's the problem here. Is he just cannot deal with, uh, you know, harassments? And it's not even like bad harassment; it's funny harassment. This is got to keep in mind. This is some, but he doesn't take it as that obvious. This is somebody who tweets about Saturday Night Live every single week. Tweeted about the Oscars and whatever. Tweeted about Meryl Streep, whatever. I mean, he he tweets about everything he doesn't like, and it's just it's stupid. And really, him attending the White House correspondence dinner would be the perfect. I think I think it would look really make him look really good to come out there and show that you know you can say what you want about me but I'm still here I'll still stand in front of you and I may have had just a smidge of respect for him if he'd done that but no, he decided to do the very Donald Trump thing and just not show up at all. So for the first time in 36 years, and it, again, to my knowledge, the first time since they've had the White House thing uh, that the president has not shown up. Or maybe I'm wrong about that, but at least in 36 years, it's before my lifetime that a president has missed this. So, you know, it's just, it, it makes me sad. It just really makes me uh, really sad for the nation you have the leader of the free nation telling the people to not pay attention and that's just it's i I, like i said there are no words for this there are there are no words and i don't understand why he wouldn't want to join the media at the white house correspondence dinner because i mean he was all about wanting the ratings at his first address to congress i mean did you hear him take all the credit for a uh, was it a soldier killed in action the amount of applause that he got he took he bragged about that that he was able to bring that much of applause. He's a ratings whore. That's all he cares about is the ratings. That's all he cares about is how awesome he looks. So why wouldn't he want to be on TV? You know, why wouldn't he want to be in front of all the TV and radio people? It doesn't make any sense to me why he wants to be like this. Because in reality, we would both win, both the supporters of Trump and the non-supporters of Trump. The non-supporters would win because the media is beating him up and making him, making him look bad. If the supporters hate the media as much as him, then they would just say, look how awful and stupid they look and how great our president looks. You both win! But, I mean, you know... If you want the if you want everybody to be silenced, well, I guess that's how you do it. You just say, "Fuck off! I'm not going. I'm not going to the White House correspondence dinner." But I don't want this. I don't want the news to say things that uh, that make me look bad on a daily basis. Uh, because you you make yourself look bad, sir. I'm just I'm going to put it out there for you. But uh, but no, yeah, this this. Uh, it, he does a lot of things that bother me, but this right here takes the cake because I mean, at least he would have shown that he actually was as tough as he comes as he as he claims to be by actually attending the dinner and saying, you know, you can say whatever you want, you don't hurt me. But no, he's just doing he's like I said, he's doing the very Donald Trump thing and not showing up to it and just improving what a butt hurt little girl he is about this whole whole thing. And I'm um, you know I'm over it. I'm just I'm so over it. And we're just we're just two months we're not even not even two months into it we're just almost two months into it so we got a long way to go baby um so but that's that's a good point to make we got a long way to go so trump you need to i think cozy up a little bit more with the media because it's only going to get worse for you uh because eventually your 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 supporters are going to stop listening because they're going to realize that their health care is gone their medicaid is gone uh that they're paying more taxes and people that make tons more money than them are not um they're going to figure all this out within the next four years or less uh if you really fuck up before then uh so i would just i would start to get on the side of people 
and not behind them or in front of them. Just stand beside them and uh, quit being such a pain in the ass because that that would be that would be just fantastic. But anyway, um, you know, I, I just need to throw my two cents in there about how pissed off I was about that whole thing. Uh, you know, again, there's plenty of things that you could say you're pissed off about Trump about, and and I could go on in great detail. I've already taken like almost like eight minutes worth of your time here talking about it. Uh, but this this not going to the White House correspondence dinner, I think that that really was just the worst. That was really the thing that just that pissed me off the most. It was like you're you're just you're really not going to do it, are you? You're just really going to act like a big baby uh, for the next four years. That's fine, you know. We I guess we can have babies be president, but I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd rather have my little cousin. Madeline as president uh, long before you. Smoking hot tongue test. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. We are back after taking a nice little break off, but we are back now. And we're kicking off the next round of Ollie Reports with Hollywood's Biggest Night that took place a few days ago. Of course, I'm talking about the 2017 Academy Awards. There were some huge winners the other night, huge upsets, and of course a very awkward moment towards the end. And Ollie, our very own Ollie, is covering the whole shindig right now in L.A. So let's switch it over to him, the one and only Ollie. Ollie, what's going on out there? Uh, why are you pissed, Ollie? Isn't La La Land based on Hollywood? Well, yeah. Well, then how come the Hollywood sign doesn't say La La Land? It doesn't make any sense. Baskets! No, you don't make any sense, and, and I think maybe we're starting to run out of jokes. Yeah, maybe you're right. So why don't we just go on into the report? Okay! Um... Well, of course, the Oscars were the other night, and uh, there were some some big winners. Uh, we'll go over probably the biggest ones uh, of the evening, and we'll begin with uh, Viola Davis, who won for uh, Best Supporting Actress in her role in Fences. I mean, she gave an empowering, empowering speech, and it was a beautiful moment, and it was a, an award very well-deserved. Uh, have you spoken to her about her big win? You know, I could host the Oscars. Yeah, I don't I don't think you, you should do that, Ollie. No, no, seriously, I could pull it off, right? I could go out there and say, hey, I don't like Donald Trump. And everybody laughs, and it'd be great. Yeah, I guess. What? What's your point, Ollie? We are really running out of jokes. We we are. We are. We, we've got to put our heads together and create something uh, a, a little bit more entertaining. I agree. Well, bottom line, did you speak with Viola Davis? Nope. Okay. Well, how about Mahershala Ali, who, who won for Best Supporting Actor in his role in Moonlight? Another very powerful film, very powerful performance, and well-deserved award. Uh, how did he feel about his big win the other night? You know, I saw that movie, and I was really upset. Oh, God. Uh, why were you upset, Ollie? Because I didn't see the moon once in that film. It was just like in La La Land. It's just like it is now. The Hollywood sign does not say La La Land. But this is just fabrication. Is this what Trump's talking about when it comes to fake news? Because I think I might agree with him. Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks, and that's the truth. Maybe we're not running out of jokes, Ollie. Um, well, that was just awful. Uh, l- let's move on. No, did you no, Did you speak with Mahershala Ali? I mean, this is important. That was a huge night for him. I spoke to Layla Ali. Oh, my gosh. Really? You had an interview with her? Yeah, we talked about her career. And, of course, her father's famous career. Ollie, that's amazing. Yeah, I know, right? But what'd you all talk about? Not much. I screamed baskets in her face, and then she beat me up. Here's a clip. Oh, oh, jeez. <laughs> this is awesome. Uh-huh. So Casey Affleck won Best Actor for Manchester by the Sea. That was a huge win for him. I know how excited he was. His brother Ben Affleck, of course, very excited for him as well. This was a this was a historic moment for him and just an amazing night. Did you get his reaction about his big win? Oh, my God. Am I in China? What? Am I in China? Why are you asking that? Because I see a big Chinese building. It doesn't look like the other buildings, but for some reason, this one looks different. I'm so confused. You're in L.A., right? I thought so. You're standing in front of Grandma's Chinese Theater, you idiot. Oh! Nipples! Ollie, did you speak with Casey f***ing Affleck? No! Why would I speak to anybody who's promoting tuna? What? Manchester by the sea. I don't even eat tuna. That's chicken of the sea, you moron! I don't eat that either. Damn it! All right, all right, Ollie. All right, let's just let's just all calm down here. Let's just bring it down a notch. Let's just calm down, okay? 
Let's just talk normally. Basket! I hate you. Did you speak with, uh, of course, uh, Best Actress winner Emma Stone? She won for La La Land. This really was a, hu uh, a huge historic night for, for many of the winners. Did you speak to her and get her reaction on her big win? Nope. Like I said, lies, alternative facts, fake news. It's called Hollywood, not La La Land, so I spoke to nobody associated with it. Fake news. All right, let's fast forward now to Best Picture. Of course, this was probably the most awkward moment of the night and probably one of the most awkward moments in Oscar history when Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway came out to present the Best Picture Award. Beatty was, of course, given the wrong envelope. It was a duplicate envelope of the Best Actress Award, which, of course, went to Emma Stone. And when he opened up the envelope, we all saw that he was notably flustered and didn't really want to say it, but they went along with it and said, La La Land, make a long story short, during the thank yous for La La Land, they realized the mistake and actually gave it to the real winner of the Best Picture Award, which was Moonlight. Moonlight is the winner of Best Picture, not La La Land. Uh, did you speak to anybody? Well, I guess probably not to La La Land because... Nope, don't like that film. Okay. Fake news. Shut up. Did you speak to anybody on Moonlight's side about, about the confusion? How did, how did they feel about it? I told you I was upset about that film, too. There was no Moonlight in Moonlight. They didn't call La La Land Hollywood or Vice Versa or whatever I was mad about. I don't really remember now, but I, I didn't like those films because of what they did. It, it just it pissed me off, so I, I didn't get a reaction. Okay. Well, did you speak to the Academy about their mistake? Because that was a very, very big flub that they had. Hey, I screw up, too. You know, for the last couple of years, I've been saying Station, which was fine when we were on the other show. We're on a podcast now. Shouldn't I be screaming out podcast? I mean, we all make mistakes. Okay, good point. But this is a major mistake, and it's been making headlines, so we, we really need to know, did you, did you, oh, for God's sake, did you speak with anybody from the Academy about this major flub? No! Fine, fine. One more question, and then you're out of here. Did you speak with Warren Beatty? Because I know he felt embarrassed about the whole thing, but it was not his fault. He was given the wrong information, and he realized that towards the end, and, and nobody should be blaming Warren Beatty or Faye Dunaway for the mistake. But did you speak to him about his about the, the embarrassment that he must have felt uh, after, that, after that flub? Favorite movie of all time, Ishtar. You. That's a horrible film. No, not Ishtar. What was wrong with it? It's it's Warren Beatty and Dustin Hoffman pretending to be musicians and then they get mixed up in a in a freaking, you know, some sort of operation in the Middle East. It made no sense. It was so silly. That's what makes it entertaining. So what, your, your brain's just supposed to be dead for 90 minutes and nobody's supposed to care? Well, let's face it, my brain's been dead for a lot longer than that. Point and match on that one. I guess that's why you like the film, so we'll leave it at that. Thanks, Ollie. We're, we're out of here. That's enough. You got it, Hatati. But before we go, I just wanted to say that, yes, I did speak with the Academy. Everyone takes full responsibility and are very sorry for the mix-up. Barry Jenkins in particular, he has apologized profusely for what happened. As for Warren Beatty, he knows it wasn't his fault, and he tried to make things right, even before saying aloud that it was La La Land, because he knew it was wrong, but he didn't know what was going on, so he did the best he could with what he had. He couldn't just stop the show, so that's why he announced it, went ahead and went through it. But, but he knew the situation at hand, and, and he tried to make it work, but he doesn't feel embarrassed, as like you said, as well he should. And the show, as they say, must go on, but it doesn't really matter because okay, it looks like I'm not supposed we'll, we'll to be on the air right now. It. Yeah, I'll, we'll, we'll I'll, yeah I'll just, I heard. I'll just go. Yeah, I'll just go. Yeah, sorry, Ollie. Uh, apparently, uh, the Ollie report isn't supposed to be on right now. Uh, supposed to, we're supposed to let DA do an impersonation of, of Donald Trump not wanting to go to the White House Correspondence Dinner. So we can we can just wrap it up here. We can just end, end the sketch now. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Ollie, now, now you, don't have to, you don't have to go. We don't have to do this. I can just, I can just wait till later. No, no, no. It, we should have done this before the report. We knew, we knew we had screwed up. We, we just, we didn't want to interrupt you. And just... Are you sure? Yes, I'm absolutely sure. Are you okay? Well, all right. I'll, I'll go ahead. All right. Um. Okay. Um. Uh, Donald Trump doing the White House thing. Okay, yeah. I'm President Donald Trump, and I will not be attending the White House Correspondence Dinner. It's just not happening. Fake news is all the fake news. The fake news. And they're the enemy of the people. I'm not going. So you all ju just suck it, okay? I, I, ain't, uh, I ain't going. Um, with that in mind, uh, God bless you all. God bless America. And, of course, God bless me. See you, everybody. Ollie Smoking Hot Toddcast promos. Take one. All right, Ollie. Just say this is Ollie, and you're listening to the uh, the Smoking Hot Toddcast show podcast station. Okay. All right, Ollie. This time, just say uh, this is Ollie, and you're listening to the Smoking Ollie Report. No, that's not. Oh, jeez.
All right, Ollie, this time just say, this is the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Biscuits! Damn it. Okay, Ollie, just say the words, the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Can you do that at least? I'm outside, I see people, I see grass and trees and buildings! I hate you. The Smoking Hot Todd. Smoking Hot Toddcast! You suck, Ollie! Well, our celebration of Old Stuff Day continues, and as I was preparing for this, it, I came to the realization that I've never really let you all in on my life. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 You hear me on the Smoking Hot Toddcast, you probably hear me on Smells Like 90s Rock, maybe Star Wonder 2.1, but do you really know the real Hot Toddy? Do you really know what goes on in my daily life? That's right. No, you don't. You don't know what happens. So I thought, why not? Let's go all out. Let's let you in. Let's let's do something I've never done before and let the public in on my life. So now here, what you're about to hear is just a little peek into what I do in my everyday life. Take a listen. Time to start the day. Live from wherever you are and whenever you're listening to this, it's the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Are you ready to get jiggy, Knoxville? Sheila and Hot Toddy are here to take you back to the decade when the government had a surplus, the internet was being born, and you talked to your friends instead of texting them. It's time for Smells Like 90s Rock. I think I just figured something out, Beva. What? This sucks. A little less conversation and a little bit more hot toddy. Playing the hits on Star 102.1. Would you stop? You're making a scene. Oh, for God's sakes. (sighs) Good night. Good night. You You say I'm joyless. You like watching programs about people being murdered. Oh, we already discussed that last week. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you like watch? Our friends, our friends like to watch. You you would probably. What is that? What uh, deadly women? I do. I watch it. You watch it. Too late. What's it about? Yeah. Exactly. It's these, about women that kill. Yeah, these women. Like a wild I think stab. Most of them are like married. No pun or intended. Like, you know, Where they kill their children. They, yeah. Oh, like, uh, Andrea Yates types? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Or but Irene Warnos like, types? Like every episode follows like the story of three women. Yeah. Okay. And it tells how they went and killed folks. Okay. All right. I, I don't, that's, that's understandable. I it's think, interesting. Although I don't watch it. I've never watched anything like that religiously. I think the, the weirdest thing I've ever watched was I watched a... It was called Real Life Hannibal Lecters, and it profiled three serial killers, and they were s- scary. <laughs> One was Jeffrey Dahmer. The other two I'd never heard of, but I mean, they were- Did they actually eat people? Yes. Yeah. Like like uh, raping and cannibalizing children kind of scary. Oh. Hmm. Right up your alley. 
No. Is that on YouTube? It is. <laughs> it's about an hour long. What if is you it called again? Real Life Hannibal Lecters. I'm going to have to call it out. Cash me outside. How about it's, that? Uh, they're Dahmer, uh, some guy named Albert Fish, and the other guy was a Russian. I think his last name was like Chikatilo or something Something mm. like that. Chickadee. The Russians like to eat themselves. That's like. <laughs> oh, they 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 cover that in the documentary. Why? They, they, yeah. Because, because he he sort of came of age during like <clears throat> one of the famines. During, so. but, but the Blitzkrieg. Remember, they like ate themselves to hold that that uh uh town. I did not know that particular historical fact. I didn't that's, know that either. Little, what? Let's, that's let's, a little unnerving. Russians like to eat themselves. It's just oh. what they do. It's because they aren't taken care of properly. Yeah, because well, like every government they get is like starve peons. and like, well, I guess I'll eat my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? That's one way to do it. Um, I think they. I, I remember this quote specifically from the documentary. was. Um, it was just from just like a, a guy quoting just the history of Russia. He said... Um, if you saw somebody well fed during that time of Russia, then that was reason to be scared because more than likely they, they had eating been folks. eating people. Oh my gosh. Oh. If anybody out there is in love with DJ Poor, now is the time to tell I him. I don't care. I have to work that day. <laughs> well, <laughs> it doesn't Not matter. The Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, if, if, if there's somebody holding out, let him know. I will come home. Or if home. you owe him money and want to repay him, yeah. fine. Because yeah. there is somebody out there. Then he just forwarded to me. Um, <laughs> and um, his pictures of the elf in the elf suit at Christmas time. Oh. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> what was that? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> Did you Were say you, you have a picture of an of him in an elf suit? You put you him do. in that. In that face and the whole thing. Uh, there you go. Oh, you mean the thing, the yeah. the, the, the jib jab thing. I only look a little. It's not an elf. It's reindeer. We got him in a reindeer suit. Oh. I only look a little dorky. Ladies. You look great. It fits you. It, it, it works perfect. for you. Perfect. Especially look for great. those into bestiality. Oh, and you can also see him on the Christmas special picture where he's a, he's, he's his body's a teddy bear. Now, so are you willing <laughs> to get like a Russian mail order bride, knowing that there's a chance she may eat you? Uh, ooh. <laughs> That's a good question. There's Would you order a, Ru- a bride? There's actually a Russian girl that works at uh, my work now. She's <laughs> looking at her different. You don't want to go into like the walk-in cooler with her alone. <laughs> Might make you into abortion. Oh. No, she's cool. She's, she's very... A DJ Porsche. Yeah. DJ Porsche. DJ Porsche. Borscht. Wow. She might turn me into borscht. Well, yeah. we're calling it, it... It's a Porsche. Get it, DJ, DJ I get. Oh, that's yeah. a that's a that's a great A pun. <laughs> you get A plus, even though we don't know four letter words. <laughs> four letter words. You're, what? Go- you're gonna die. They're gonna. He's just <laughs> gonna, gonna eat. eat you. He's gonna eat you. <laughs> and then we know. can. Maybe, might be like. Nom, I oh, wait. This is depressing meat. I'm gonna. I wanna, oh yeah, like, exactly. Like you the can't eat side meat. The hormones in it. It's just gonna depress them. <laughs> Oh, my God, they'll get tummy ache. I wanted to share one funny story about her, but I can't because it involves her last name. Just because her last name is not Russian at all. It makes her sound like she's from, like, Alabama. Is it, like... It makes her sound like she's from Alabama. So it's not... It's not Fitz? No. It's not no. You sounded like you it's not spoke Putin. like your tongue's no. not yeah. Russian. There you yes, go. It's Vladimir Putin. Is <laughs> he's undercover. He's trying Rudy to. Putin. He's trying to. He's trying to rig our next election. That's right. He's trying to. Yeah, he's going to do it by infiltrating the seafood industry first. Until the next. <laughs> until the next election. That's I'm, the start. Until the next election, I'm going to make we ends meet. We will attack them by sea. <laughs> He's just trying to make ends meet. We will sabotage the, the their seafood. <laughs> there will be no shrimp. Oh there, will, <laughs> there, there will be no grouper. <laughs> there will be no grouper. That's a little better. No, it, it has to be this. That's nah. all. That's all you has to do. Is that right If he there? dies, he dies. <laughs> then we eat him. <laughs> and then we eat the DJ pole. Why did this show turn into like a scenario where I'm eating? <laughs> because you just have, go with it. Because you work with the Russians, you work with Putin. He's making ends meet until the next election. You brought up Russia. We did not bring it there. He's got to eat something. No, you. Well, yeah, I did with the serial killer doc- yeah, documentary. And then it just food's it just too snowballs. expensive she here. You crying? Yeah, she is crying. It's the first time she's laugh cried in a while. <laughs> Have you been like up a long? It. Have you been awake a long time? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you need your ten-hour nap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. 
Sheila missed Country. her, her eight-hour nap. We today. need to wipe she's, up. She needs, to, get, the, she needs to regain her composure. And you, you need to get eaten, not the good kind. Uh, Orson Welles smoking hot Toddcast promos. Take one. Okay, Mr. Wells, uh, just do your spiel, your usual thing there, and say, Hello, this is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Ah, the French champagne. No, 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 hold it. All right, Mr. Wells, just say, This is Orson Wells, and you're listening to the Smoking Hot Toddcast. Okay, go again. Yes. No, oh, yes. They're even better raw. Cut! All right, d- do it again. All right, and action. Look, I don't need to do this. I've got a fish stick commercial in an hour. Oh, what the hell? I need the money. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Penis. Cut! The Smokin' Hot... Hello, I'm Orson Welles. Ah! Knoxville is making news in Jacksonville, Florida, and it ain't good. A Knoxville man by the name of Jacob Chosey ran from police in Jacksonville last weekend when they showed up to arrest him for stealing a car. They had him cornered, but then he decided to climb a tree. They tried to talk him into coming down. The cops even climbed up neighboring trees trying to talk face-to-face with him, but he would not budge until that moment when gravity took over and he crashed to the ground and wound up with several broken bones. But broken or not, he was arrested for burglary, trespassing, car theft, I mean, the list goes on. But this made national news, and it just had to be a Knoxville guy. You're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. Well, I told you at the top of the show that the grand finale of Old Stuff Day was probably going to blow you away. You weren't going to believe what I was going to do for my last uh, big hurrah into doing things that I don't normally do. And it's a kicker, let me tell you. I have always wanted to try out a sex club. Okay, now, don't judge me just yet. I I don't mean just go all out, go crazy. I just wanted to go in and, and experience the atmosphere. Just see what it's all about, see what happens. And uh, it's always been a big curiosity of mine. So I thought, why not? Let's do it. So now sit back and enjoy my visit to a local sex club here in Knoxville. Okay, so here we are. Um... I'm at the local sex club, and uh, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of different things, and I'm seeing a lot of different things. Uh, it's more about camaraderie, this type of stuff. It's not really just about people getting together and doing, you know, crazy, dirty things. It's about learning what you like and what others around you like. And you meet people who think like you, and you can combine forces. You can co- you, This is where groups are made. This is where clubs are made. And this is where friendships of people who thought there wasn't anybody else out there like them, this is where those are made. So it really is a wonderful place. But with all that in mind, I am seeing a lot of crazy things. And, well, I guess the good news is I'm just glad there's nobody here that I know. Oh my god! What? Oh my good god! It's hot, buddy! Ollie! What are you doing here? Oh my god! Oh my god! What are. What are you wearing? Oh, these? These are nipple clamps! Okay! Oh my god! Ollie, I had. I had no idea that you were in the, the fetish scene, the, the the sex club scene. I didn't know. Oh, yeah, I have been for years. My ex-wife and I used to come here all the time. We used to have this thing that we love to do. Well, you know my love of locomotives. Let's just say trains are my favorite. <laughs> oh, God, Ollie, no. No. Oh, yeah. How, the, how long has this been going on? Oh, for years. Oh, can you get the left one just a little tighter? Oh god, this is so much this is so much to take in. I, I can't I can't even deal with this right now. Why are you so surprised? I always thought you were approved this whole time. Look at you, you're here. Well yeah, but Ollie, this is for the, this week's episode of the Toddcast. You remember it was the old stuff day where you try new things? This is just something new that I'm trying. I'm not actually into it. Give it time, baby. You will be Stop touching my nipples! Oh god, it all makes sense now. Exactly! Why do you always think I'm screaming nipples? Because I love stuff done to him. Oh, God. Oh, man. I've made such a mess in here. It's so embarrassing. Now, the throw-up finish this will come in here and clean it up. Oh! 
Okay, enough, enough. I, I can't believe this. I cannot believe that you are here. This is the most disgusting thing ever. Oh, I, can't, I can't even deal with it. I can't not deal with this. Well, if you can't deal with this, then you probably can't deal with that. That's right. Rhyme Cowboy. Come on, Mr. Wells. Kick it up a notch. Ah, the French champagne. Oh, my God. Is that... Is that... That's right. That's D.A. Riding horse and whales like a horse. Hey! Oh, God. What is this? Oh, well, hi, Tommy. Um, this is a little awkward. You're telling me! What are you and Mr. Wells doing? Uh, well, you know, we're, we're not really attracted to each other, but it, it, we're, we're good friends, and, and we both like the riding the horse scenario, and, and he likes to be the horse, and I, I like to be the rider. So, so we come to these functions all dressed in leather with assless chaps. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Dan. Anyway, an assless chaps, and then I ride him around the place. Mr. Wells, of all people, how could... How are you into this? Fuck. Raw. With my penis. Okay, maybe it's not that shocking. But I, I just can't believe it, you guys, of all the people in the world to be into this, I, I'm stunned by this. I mean, we gotta wrap this up. I mean, this whole episode has been a disaster. Nothing new that I've tried has worked out. Nothing at all. And this is just the icing on the frickin' cake. Listen up, Toddy. You know what we all four have in common? We are human beings. That's right. We all have our likes and dislikes. This just happens to be one of our likes. Nothing is more important than the simple act of people getting together. You said it. Well, no, I, I understand that. It, 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 I, that I do understand completely. And and, and and I am in no way shaming you guys for this. I'm just I'm just stunned, and it's it's a lot to, whew, it's a lot to process and a lot to take in. Well, that's understandable. It takes time to get into this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we didn't just do this on a whim. We had to figure out what we like. We had to figure out who we could talk to about it. And we had to figure out where to go and when to go. And that takes time to learn all this kind of stuff. So that's completely understandable. Well, I, I, I understand all that. That that makes total sense. Well, thank you guys for, for help, helping making this a, a happy ending. Anytime, Hot Toddy. Now, if excuse me, I'm going to have D.A. and Mr. Wells pour hot wax on me. Oh, you just lay your ass down, baby. I got it right here for you. Pour it on me and then jump on me, you animal. You're listening to the Smoky Light Podcast. And there you have it, our celebration of Old Stuff Day here on the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, and wow, what a complete disaster. Yeah, that was that was not at all what I expected at all. I thought things were going to be a little bit more exciting, a little bit more fun than what they ended up being, but uh, and hey, I guess life gives you lemons, and sometimes you can make lemonade, and then sometimes you can just make really dark urine, and uh, well, I think that's what we got out of this. Um, and do you realize that within this episode, uh, you found out that uh, Ollie, D.A., and Orson Welles are both drug addicts and sex freaks? Yeah, that's that's amazing. I didn't realize that either. Uh, so, food for thought. I guess uh, episodes like this are very revealing, and, uh, and well, it did its job. So, there you go. So, uh, more hats off to them. More power to them. I guess they can have fun, but uh, uh, if you saw what I saw, Ollie and nipple clamps, that's... Let's not go there. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. Let's wrap this puppy up. What do you say? Um, be sure and follow me on all social media. That's Hot Toddy 9102 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hot Toddy 75 on Snapchat. Make sure you follow the Hot Toddy YouTube and Mixcloud pages. And, of course, the Smoking Hot Toddcast on iTunes. You can also follow some of the Smoking Hot Toddcast cast members on Twitter. Uh, Miss Pingrino at Pingrino. Sheila at Sheila Hawk. And Doc Summit at Kev Summit. Until next week, this is Hot Toddy saying... I saw D.A. and Orson Welles in assless chaps. (laughs) 